Is this store really bigger on the inside? Is there magic on the shelves? Comfort for weary and homesick travelers? You bet. It's all at Chippy's Omaha at 2718 South 123rd Court. We have dreamer and owner Chippy's Glenn Greet on this episode. There's nothing faulty about Glenn's premise to bring all the things he loves and misses from England here to the shores... Shores? of Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Our conversation is all about the excitement within Chippies. So hang on to your fork, stay right where you are, and Saturday Omaha will be right back. You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Saturday Omaha. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. This is Dave here with Saturday Omaha, and we're doing another food recognized food episode where we talk to people in and around the restaurant industry. We have a wonderful guest today. We have Glenn Greet from Chippies. Glenn, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me. This is so fantastic. As true to everyone in the in the industry, you of course were super super busy today. I don't know if you really get a day off exactly ever. Maybe <laughs> I'm at 37 days since a day off. Oh my god! <laughs> Not that I'm counting. Right? <laughs> and before coming here, you said you had you had a Christmas shipment coming in, and somewhere in the 68,000 range items that you had to handle, and then you had to come down here and spend time with me. So what's going on at Chippies, and what's happening? Uh, Christmas has arrived. Excellent. Uh, we had a huge 54-foot truck um, pull up um, about 2 o'clock this afternoon and, like I said, dropped literally 68,000 items, uh, all from England. Excellent. Um, where we've had probably hundreds, if not a few thousand people eagerly awaiting uh, their, their Christmas orders. Uh, and then, yeah. obviously, I've got to supply my, my three stores now because uh, we opened our third one last weekend, the weekend before last. Oh, my uh, goodness. In, in Des Moines, Ankeny, Iowa, but we call it Des Moines because it's metro. It, it's all close enough, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've got to supply those three shops with Christmas items. So um, we're going to be slowly getting all of this stuff booked in, sorted out, um, and then um, on our shelves this weekend, it's going to be pretty hectic. But there again, it always is hectic on weekends. <laughs> so, Oh, my goodness. Well, wow. So your original location, off of 120th and, and Center. Right. And then you have Lincoln location, correct? Yep, we opened Lincoln uh, last February. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then, uh, and I, I have not been there yet, and the brand new Des Moines area, uh, yep. Ankeny yep. location. My goodness, you, you guys have, have expanded quickly. What, uh, you know, I this is so cool, and it's so nice because you have goods and things that you just can't get anywhere else. And the motif and, you know, theme of the shop is, is obviously awesome. And then you have hot and cold items that you can get prepared in store. How, how has Chippy's grown and, and are, is there any difference in the, the format of the, the three different locations or are they similar to the Omaha one or how, how does that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Omaha is a unique store. Oh, okay. um, that was kind of born from both my wife and I. My wife wanted to do a little bakery. Yeah. I always, I just wanted to get my British stuff. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> once the pandemic hit, we both got sent home uh, to work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we started looking at our bucket list. And so we decided this was actually a good time during the pandemic to start a new business um, <laughs> um, and just trying to do a little British uh, shop with a little bakery. And just very quickly, uh, it just exploded. 
um, we got so many people from Lincoln, for example, who yeah. said, you know, we travel to Omaha just to come to Chippies. Please put, if you ever think I want about one, put one in Lincoln. And we started writing numbers down and it started, the numbers were up there um, just yeah. for, for people from Lincoln. So I looked in, in, into it and um, we didn't want to do a bakery anymore. No more open food. Just Omaha is just going to be the oh. open food concept. Okay. It's a lot of work. Sure. You know, and I am new to the to the restaurant scene, uh-huh. and I've still got a lot to learn. Understood. Um, but thankfully, honestly, we have a we had a great health inspector mm-hmm. um, who really was very resourceful, and I cannot speak any uh, enough praises for helping me personally build this new open food concept. Um, yeah. But then we decided. Omaha would be the only place we have open food. So we just do a, a British marketing gift shop ah. with my other ventures. So Lincoln is a, a marketing gift shop okay. only, and so is Des Moines. It's just, it's amazing. Um, you know, Lincoln is, is, is busy and, you know, learning all our customers there. They still come to Omaha for the food, which is brilliant. Yeah. And then, um, oh man, Des Moines, October 22nd, we opened... Um, and Saturday alone, over 1,100 people showed up. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's 1,100 transactions. So there's probably a lot more people, but 1,100 transactions in eight hours. My goodness. Uh, I mean, we couldn't see the floor for the whole time. <laughs> and between opening day and today, uh-huh. I've had to completely restock that store twice. Whoa. So we, we purchased uh, you know, the space next to Chippies Omaha for our warehouse. Yeah. And it, until today, it was completely empty. It's it's amazing. So I'm heading to Ankeny, Iowa, Chippewa's Des Moines uh, this weekend just to help because the weekends are still very busy because it's new. I'm s- trying to split my time between the three stores, um, but it, you know what? Though it's a lot of fun. It yeah. really is. It's 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 different. Yeah. Uh, I would never have thought I ended up being a shopkeeper. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean that that was not on my radar. Yeah. You know, I went from doing a music degree. Because uh, I wanted to be a music teacher, ah, okay. uh, but then thanks to my professor, he sent me to the absolutely worst school <laughs> in the city of London, um, and I ended up I couldn't stand kids. You know, <laughs> it yeah. was just oh my gosh. So <laughs> so I graduated and I didn't go into teaching. I decided to go into the police academy and lock them all up. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> so and then from there I ended up in America, uh, where then I moved into human resource and law. Okay, um, but never in a million years would I thought I would be a shopkeeper. I mean, it's Goodness. hilarious just to think that. But I tell you what, I am having a blast. I, I can say thirty-seven days not a day off, but this is my passion. Yeah. So I absolutely love it. I really do. I like seeing all of the. Uh, fellow British expats uh, yeah. at all the stores. But you know what, though? That's only about 10% of my business. What threw me, even on day one, was the massive American response for people who've like either been stationed over there or they've studied over there. Yeah. Um, and there is so many. I don't get very many customers who come in and don't have a clue of anything. Uh-huh. So it, when when our American friends come in, and they know, where's your HP sauce? Or where's your jammy dodgers? Or where's your jelly babies? So they almost know. And it's really been a lot of fun to listen and listen to their story on how they know British products. Yeah. It's just fascinating. So that's why it's 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 a passion and I enjoy it and I'm lucky enough to for this to be my source of income. It's great. That's wonderful. And and then you you answered a question that I was going to ask too was I was curious to see what the the ratio of British expats or you know versus the American audience Yeah, comes 90% to 10%. Yeah. My goodness. It's uh I I did not anticipate that. Very quickly, we we just, just because of the Americans, the number of Americans that came in, yeah, we had to get a warehouse space <laughs> just because I was ordering maybe once a month, yeah. But then 
very quickly Chippy's Omaha became twice a week you know wow. deliveries just to keep up with demand yeah um, and it has not stopped obviously weekends are our busiest time sure um, most of our customers now understand how our bakery operates you know we only make so much a day uh-huh. um, but we try to let everybody know listen if you order online you not only do you beat the queue you also guarantee that we'll it'll be there for you sure because you know it's only a small bakery we can yeah. only do so much uh, I'm not ready yet personally to say let's do a restaurant I need to learn more about that industry and about that side yeah. so I'm just uh, what we're doing now is we're, we've identified some other cities uh, in the Great Plains and Midwest that we want to put a marketing gift shop. Okay. So that's my being my priority right now. We're looking at uh, next year. We're looking at Sioux Falls yeah. and Branson, Missouri. Oh wow! Uh, and then we'll go to Rapid City, Denver, uh, and then the Missouri side of Kansas City. Then once all that's done, <laughs> <laughs> we and I've got and if I have enough energy left, yes. uh, we're then actually going to look at a food truck for Omaha. Oh, fun! Uh, Chippies on the road, nice. um, where we will go to state fairs. We'll we'll hit places like UNO. But then I will also take the truck to my Chippies locations around sure. the Midwest on special days. So that's the plan. And then once we're comfortable about making fish and chips and all that good stuff, yeah. then we'll look at the restaurant. I do really want to do a restaurant, but it will be my last project because that's going to be the biggest one and biggest venture. Yeah. And I want to get it right and I want to do buy it right first rather than just chance it and trial and error. I don't want to do that. I want to go in with a plan. I know what I'm doing. Indeed. Give me some time. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I, I mean, my goodness, the, the the rate of expansion and the fact that you're already looking ahead. I mean, you're, you're three, four, five steps yeah. into the future. But I, I think it's so neat because the the smile and the energy on oh, your sure. face as you describe you know this because of that passion that you said that you had for for doing this that's so that's wonderful oh yeah we, wonderful. we've worked out so we don't franchise anything we own everything we do, we have a little corporate office now with some key people to help me so I'm not doing it on my own yeah but we've identified nine operations and I can do nine and then nothing else because I don't want to have a heart attack that's so, a- <laughs> yeah that nine is the number so there we go. <laughs> You're listening to Saturday Omaha on KIOS. My guest today is Glenn Crete, owner of Chippy's British Market and Bakery at 2718 South 123rd Court. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to Saturday Omaha. Dave Zorko here, and we have Glenn Greet of Chippy's Omaha at 2718 South 123rd Court on today. Glenn is sharing his love of all goods British with the citizens of Omaha. So let's get back to the show here on Saturday Omaha. How did the concept come to be? Is it that that? Well, I'll, I'll let you tell the story. I, I won't. I won't make any suppositions or anything like that. How how did it happen? It's basically the memory of growing up in England. I have certain foods that I remember both going into the village shop and mm-hmm. buying or running to the bakery um, during school lunch because uh, in England back in the 90s it didn't matter what grade you are mm-hmm. you can go off campus oh, and nice. go and hit the shops yeah. you know and the shops like it we liked it. it it was just good so we always went to the bakery um, at lunchtime with your pocket money yeah. and got like a combi slice or a sausage roll yeah um and so between those memories and then obviously my, my food from, you know, my great-grandparents, my grandma, um, you know, and making those traditional English plates like rice pudding or roast beef and Yorkshire puddings, all of those memories, I kind of, we kind of looked at what, which, which ones were my favorite and we're gonna, that's what we're going to go with. So pretty much almost everything on the menu is 
everything first of all I like sure yeah, that's good <laughs> um, my favorites from growing up so when people come in and ask for uh, a sausage roll or a cheese and onion pasty I have a story for every item there well this is from either school or this is what I remember in elementary school being served chocolate cake and custard yeah well what's custard well with chocolate cake we have it hot in England and we have a, a, a really tasty vanilla uh, custard um, mm. sauce mm-hmm. that goes over the top of it yeah we try to be as absolutely Absolutely authentic as we possibly can. Uh, we bring most of the ingredients over, mm-hmm. baked just like it was. Uh, I was very fortunate that the the cook at my elementary school, um, gosh, about ten years ago, um, I still talk to her because uh, she was just a wonderful woman. Yeah. Um, but when she died, mm. um, my family said um, she's left her cookbook for you, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! Oh my so goodness! So all of my school recipes from growing up was in this binder. And so we took some of them and put them into the bakery at Chippies. Obviously, it's working because we get the same customers ordering the same things. Yeah, um, We're branching out a little bit. We've just released our Toad in the Hole Gone Mad, um, <laughs> which is English um, British sausages uh-huh. uh, with mashed potato, uh, marifat peas, which are not grown over here. They're, oh. they're, they're a bigger pea. Okay. But then we put all of that with an onion gravy in a giant Yorkshire pudding, which is actually bigger than the plate. Oh, my goodness. Um, and you eat everything kind of together. It's amazing. And... I remember having that all the time. And so, and that's getting very popular. Um, wow, we, that sounds we, great. We do them every, almost every day because um, they are delicious. And the best thing about, you know, Chibi's Omaha is you can, we only have a little two tables there and four chairs. And yeah. so you can sit there, but we get a lot of takeouts and that's where our online ordering really helps us. Um, we try to make sure everybody, if you can, order online because it guarantees it and it helps us out as well. Sure, it gives um, you probably a little more prep time there instead oh, yeah, of uh, yeah. And some of it does need a lot of prep time. You yeah. Know, right? but, well, because uh, the, the toad in the hole gone mad definitely sounds like a, 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 it's a intensive dish. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, just making the Yorkshire pudding. It's it's a process in itself because if you don't do it right, it doesn't rise. Yeah. And then it looks like a pancake, which is awful. It's you awful. Know? <laughs> uh, looks awful and tastes awful. So when a Yorkshire pudding goes into the oven, you can't actually open the oven door. Because then it will destroy it and it won't rise again. So you have to start all over You're again. Done. Learning the process in a small commercial kitchen, it's, it's been interesting. But yeah, just seeing the, the reactions of the customers who just sit in and eat and they look like they're on in a different world. Yeah. Their eyes going everywhere and like, oh, my gosh. So it's it's been very encouraging to see that. Someone in, somebody is enjoying my grandma's recipe. Yes. It's not just me. It's like gran is time-tested. Uh, right. And I'm pretty convinced most of my gran's recipes were never my gran's, but it's been passed down the family for generations. For generations. Our rice pudding, um, we, we sell British creamy rice pudding ready to eat, uh, and that's made from scratch uh, with my, oh, my goodness me, my grandma, my great-grandma's grandma. Oh my goodness! Um, it was her recipe. Whoa. It just got that's now into the eighteen. It's just it's it's crazy. Um, so oh my goodness, it's it's nice to kind of share what I grew up with. My kids love our all our cooking. My son Matthew, um, he's my oldest, uh-huh. um, and he works um, now at the shop um, on the weekend and. He loves cheese and onion pasties. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he's got to have a scotch egg, you know. Oh, yeah. Now he's like, can you teach me how to make some of this? So he's been in the kitchen now showing how to make some of my grand's recipes. And so it's already starting to pass down again, you know, yeah. another generation. So that's really kind of tickles the heart that, you know, Absolutely. just seeing that my children are now enjoying and, and some of them, Matthew wants to kind of learn how to make it. That's so, wonderful. Well, it is. I have to go back to this cookbook as well. So the person that was cooking 
food for you at the school. Her name, if if I may, uh, what was her name? So you said the she was she was called Janet. Janet. Yeah. Okay. And so um, when you live in a you know a smaller part of England, everybody knows everybody. It's not unusual to see your teacher, you know, at the shop or the cook at the supermarket. So we yeah. everybody knows everybody. So. She was involved in in scouts, and I was a Boy Scout. We, uh, we developed a, a special bond there because then she would come to scout camp, and you're like, "Are you going to cook for us?" Oh my gosh! And she would, and it, it would be the best because when when she did certain things like chocolate cake and custard or or uh, hamburgers. Everybody opted for school dinners that day. That's and, saying something. And she would tell us chocolate cakes on Thursday. You know, <laughs> so the entire school would be in line. It was brilliant. It's just one of those memories you. You think fondly of you know as, as a child, and, and one of, and the cook was was one of mine because and plus she was such a lovely person, yeah, you know just a kind-hearted woman there, yes to earn money, but she was really sure. there for the kids. Just like you remember your favorite teacher as well. Of course, that was one of my favorites. Um, and, and to make that that connection through food, and that she she obviously identified that you enjoyed her food to leave you her cookbook. She left it because I, when I came to America, I often complained that. I've got grand recipes, but there's not a lot of them. Uh-huh. And, and and then I was like, Janet, your chocolate cake's like the best in the world. And uh-huh. so she would give me snippets. Uh-huh. So she would understand that. I live in America. Uh-huh. I still want to cook some British things. And I think she remembered that when she died because that's how I got the book. Well, and then even to ma- maintain a connection across an ocean, across the pond, there where you're still talking to your, your childhood school cook oh, and maintaining a relationship there. That's wonderful. My Cub Scout master, my Sunday school teacher. It's it's very usual to keep connections like that. Even when I'm four and a half thousand miles away, Yeah, it's been really enjoyable and has kind of helped me when I've been down days where maybe not homesick, but you know, a little kind of more conscientious that I'm, you know, I'm not in England. Right. But those, these people are the ones I identify with, with having my positive memories of, of growing up in England. And it's been enjoyable. And yes, a lot's passed away because sure. I have been over here for 22 years now. It's, oh, uh, goodness. Last year was my threshold year when I finally um, have lived over here longer than growing up in England. Oh, I see. And that, that kind of hit me a little bit. You bet. And, and it's just unbelievable how time, especially in America, goes so fast. I used to live in Atlanta, and I, that was lightning speed. Sure. It's a little slower um, in Nebraska, but it's uh-huh. still fast. And it's just, now my kids are getting old. It's like just signs of getting old, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I love it over here. I decided to become an American 10 years ago, so I have uh-huh. dual citizenship. And, nice. Uh, honestly, I absolutely love this country. I really do. Um, I always kind of secretly frown when people say that the American dream's dead. Uh-huh. It's like, you have no idea. It's like, I came to this country 22 years ago with 600 books in my back pocket oh my and two and two backpacks of clothes. And I think from that step, stepping into the Seattle airport, which is where I, I came in from, yeah. um, just with literally nothing and zero credit history, you know, where I had to do the hard work to build myself. Yeah. Uh, and 22, 22 years later, I, I, I am honestly living the American dream of, of what it says it is. If you're willing to do hard work, you're willing to take the hits and, you know, the downs and just persevere, you really can be anything you want to be. This is still, in my opinion, even though I'm British as well, <laughs> I still think this is the greatest country on the planet. That's that's awesome. And and just the I, – I think it's so cool that, that you're able to 
that you've been able to achieve something that you set out to do. Like you said, you, you know, started with that 600 bucks and a couple of backpacks and here you're, you're yeah. doing, you're doing what you want to do. Exactly. And, and I think it's great too, that, you know, that the American audience for chippies has been so receptive. It seems, I think it's been exciting for a lot of people. I mean, you know, uh, Doctor Who and, you know, Harry Potter sure don't hurt. I'm sure, no. um, you know, driving some connections there too. Um, I think a lot of people, I think especially our American customers, I think they also enjoy the British sense of humor. Oh, uh, yes. Because I am odd. I will tell you, I'm, I am I am not, you know, politically correct. I boast sometimes that Chippies is the only shop in Nebraska that where the customer is not always right, uh, you know, <laughs> and we will let you know if you're wrong. <laughs> I, I just enjoy being British, you yeah. know, and just kind of living that cultural way of that, how we were brought up. Um, you know, I was still respectful, but that dry sense of humor, that multi Python oh, yes. thing, it seeps in now and again when I'm, when I, and, and I think I've just, as long as I'm not being rude, uh-huh. um, I'm, I'm just letting it go because I think a lot of people enjoy that um, where somebody comes in and, they want something specific, and I'm like, no, oh, you don't want that. Have you tried this? This is better. Uh-huh. And they haven't. It's like some people are taken back that we couldn't even question them. But I'm just giving you an honest opinion. Have you tried this? Uh-huh. You know, and it's. But I think all of our regulars they know that about me now. You know, I'm not being rude. It's just my way. I think that's one of the reasons I, I really enjoyed it. I'm just I'm being me. Yeah. Maybe that's why time's going so fast because I'm just enjoying it so much. That's perfect. You, you just made me think of the Monty Python cheese shop sketch. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly unencumbered by cheese. And, and you know what's so neat too is is the light and and passion that I can see on your face too. And I I would assume that when you have a customer that comes in, especially a British expat or something that mm-hmm. sees you know HP sauce or you know sticky puds on the on you know or chocolate of some type that they can't get anywhere else, and their face lights up like. Oh my goodness! I haven't seen this in anywhere, and it's there. It's not only that, but there has been quite a few people who've come in the shop and just seen it all, and they've just started crying. Oh my goodness! You know, what I mean, and it's like a, like a happy cry because they haven't seen it for a long time. You yeah. know, I didn't know what how I was going to start chippies with with the market items. So, you know, thanks to some like Facebook pages like Brits in Nebraska, uh, and then we started our own called British Living in Nebraska. Oh, cool. Um, which is open to anybody, uh, not just expats. Uh, we, we did a, a few like surveys to say, here's like two, three hundred like food items. Which are your favorites? And so through through a lot of people in the hundreds coming back to us, we were able to kind of identify a good mixture of everything. Yeah. And it kind of worked for us because we, re- we really do have a bit of everything. There's something yes. for everybody, whether you're one year old or you're 100 years old. There's, it, we kind of hit every age range for right. items and things we sell and the open food. It's it's neat, yeah. Yeah, and then and then the other thing that you guys have out there, which I think is fun too, is it's not just food, right? You have, uh, you actually have, I think like toothpaste and other, other items out there that aren't food related. Yeah, our market would... section, toothpaste, shampoos, yeah. soap. Yeah, it's, and a lot of people have asked for that. It's like, can you get, like, British shampoo? Like, there's a brand called Badidas. I remember getting that in my Christmas stocking. Nice. You know, it's just everybody used to get it, and we can still get it, so we bring it over, and, oh, my gosh, we got Badidas, you know? <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, but it's, yeah, it's pretty neat. That's wonderful. And and so uh, for for the bakery, so are most of those things prepared like the, like, I've, I've had the sausage roll. It's very delicious. Are, are the pastries and things like that all prepared and baked in-house or some of those shipped over or at, if you're at liberty to say, you know, how does that mixture of 
prepared in the kitchen versus, you know, how, how does it come to be on a plate? 90% of our menu, uh, our, um, our bakery menu is made from scratch. Nice. Uh, everything is made every morning. Um, we make, like I said, we only make so much. Um, and then obviously if, if there's a demand, we'll, we'll make more if, depending on the time of the day. But yeah, sausage rolls made from scratch, cheese and onions made from scratch, our full English breakfast is made from scratch, you know, toad in the hole. The Yorkshire puddings, we sell Yorkshire puddings for those who just can't do it. We, we will make them from scratch. Um, things like Cornish pasties. Uh-huh. Um, we, I have a collaboration with a, a wonderful uh, pie-making family from uh, South Africa, actually. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, they're from Johannesburg. Uh-huh. Uh, 10, 11, 12 generation uh, British colonial uh, family who've been in the pie business for a long time. Wow. And uh, when I lived in Atlanta, uh, fell in love with the taste. It just... You know, I remember having their steak and kidney pie mm-hmm. um, and uh, with a side of chips, which is what you get pies like at the fish and chip shop in England. Sure. And the taste was almost identical from what I remember it to be. Wow. Um, so I have lots of options on what to do with pies. We don't have a kitchen to make the pies from scratch. Yeah. I'll need a bigger area for that. But we, were, we found a way um, where they can bake the pies uh, from scratch uh-huh. in Georgia, uh, fast freeze them and get them to us the next day. Oh, wow. That, that, that quick. Wow. Um, so, uh, so we have a take and bake section as well uh, with 14 different pie flavors. They're very tasty. Um, so we use them in the bakery when people want um, specific pies. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. wonderful. And then, yeah, that's that's good. And then the, you know, the drinks that you have available too. Mm-hmm. the, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember that it's the lime, it's a fizzy the lime. lime and lemon, fizzy lime and lemon. Yes. So there's a good story to that. That is a pub drink for, really? uh, a free pub drink for the people who are the designated drivers. Oh. Um, so the barman would identify the designated driver because he would the, be the one who can actually <laughs> keep still, you know, yeah. drunk, um, <laughs> you know, and you give him a lime and lemon. And I, I remember as a kid, going to the pub uh, for a Sunday lunch, a roast beef and Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Uh, and I would always have lime and lemon because uh, it's just absolutely delicious. It is. So we found a way to recreate that. Um, and uh, we, we bring the lemonade over from England um, and, and then just add um, some grenadine and things like that and a few other things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's delicious. It, it is. And it, it goes with any meal. That's the best thing about it. It, it really is. And, and I like it because it, like, triples down on that citrus punch. Yep. It's tart. It, oh, yes, it's it like, is. It yeah. just hits you in, in a great way. Yeah, you, know? you can so. sing very high notes, you know, <laughs> after drinking that. Uh, it's, it's, it's delicious, yeah. My very first uh, experience at... Chippies was a bit surreal. Okay. Um, my my son and I decided to go to Chippies. It was the first time checking it out. And we pull up and park off the you know, 120th and center-ish location there. And first of all, the, the storefront looks amazing mm-hmm. and, and is very inviting. And so we get out of the car. We're about to go in the front door. And Dumbledore walks out. Yep. So there was a, uh, a Potter convention going on, and one of the cosplay uh, guys was there. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, head to toe, perfect costume, yeah. walked out. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is incredible. So <laughs> it was just so surreal, you know, seeing that whole thing happen. It was very interesting how all of that came. You know, we did a, a trip to Universal. We had the Butterbeer, and I'm like, yeah. this is delicious. Yes. You know, so we looked into it, and how do we license this? How do we make the actual drink yeah. in Nebraska? We were able to make connections and, and um, purchase the recipe and have a, an agreement um, with the Wizarding World. Wow. Um, and so the, the drink is the drink. 
We can only do the just the the, the cold uh, fizzy one. We can't do the hot one, okay, uh, or anything like that. And, and I don't like the hot one either. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but fair. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, I mean, oh my gosh, we make so much butter beer. It's amazing. Um, I only looked at it probably last month on how many butter beers have we made? Yeah, and we're over fifteen thousand drinks. You know, in Whoa. a year and a half. I mean, just do the math on that. It's it's just mind-boggling. That um, is. Okay, so so this is very cool because having been to the Wizarding World and have, yep. having enjoyed the butterbeer there, mm-hmm. I actually didn't know that you guys made it and, and doubly so that you have the recipes, yep. same recipes. So, yep. so the foam and the whole bit and all that's all the same. Yep, and don't ask me what's in it because I can't tell you. I, I, I won't, but <laughs> I, there's I will only be. keywords I'm allowed to say, you know. And butter like, and but, beer. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right. Um, but yeah, but it's it's made from scratch in our kitchen uh, with the ingredients we purchase and bring over. Um, My goodness. Yeah. So um, so if you need a little bit of a little bit of England and a little bit of Universal coming all together, you can get both. Absolutely. <laughs> at, at but I will, I will be, be honest with you, that, that recipe is 100% American. You That's know, fair. Because it's universal. Sure. Um, but sure. based on, you know, the book, what reveals what it is. You know, right. So, which is very little. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, Just, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, and then we, we, you know, we have the sorting hat uh, in the shop where children and adults alike, if they want to be sorted, you can raise your butter beer once you've purchased it. There's a sorting circle on the floor you have to stand on and raise your glass uh, and say cheers to Hogwarts. Uh, when you say that, it actually, the, the sorting hat comes alive. And uh, will kind of peer up down on you and look you in the eye and start talking and he'll put you into one of the four houses. That's awesome. Uh, you know, it's it's great. And now we have the monster book of monsters who will bite you out the shop. Oh, um, cool. We had to drill him to the floor, you know, because <laughs> he, he used to be on wheels and this old lady came in and chased around the shop. So it's like, let's not do that anymore. Let's, let's fix it to the table. So, But it is, an, it is a feisty little thing, you know. So we had to put warning, I bite, you know, but most of the kids put their hand in it, you know. Of course. So, But it still bites them. It's a lot of fun. We have a movie prop from the movie. You know, right. Thanks to Universal. Uh, and it's just, it's great. And I've kind of kept that theme going in my other shops, even though we can't sell the Butterbeer at Lincoln or Des Moines, we still have a Diagon Alley. We have a bigger deal um, with the Wizarding World where we can buy a lot of the stuff available at Universal and available uh, at the London um, Harry Potter Studios. Um, So it's nice just to get uh, a whole lot more if you're a Harry Potter fanatic, which there are a lot of people, you know, because it's good for all ages. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would say uh, maybe generous is the word I'm looking for. I, I think that's so cool that, you know, you went to seek this out and they actually partnered with you because, mm-hmm. you know, just making that – that's just wonderful to me. That, it is. That, you know, you know that they would do that. It doesn't have to just be in New York or Florida or right. Los Angeles. Nebraska can have just the same. Why and, not? And now it does. And now it does. Well, and, you know, we are we are centrally located in, mm-hmm. in these United States, so anybody traveling anywhere should be able to pass that's through it. and do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, now, do you also still have the uh, – I think you had a – uh, talk in a British accent day uh, a while back, or maybe you still do. We we do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was like Fake Tuesday. Or yes, something yes. Like and that. and yeah. you you could make a determination as the Chippy staff how well they did or if they'd pass or not. Is yeah, because yes. because <laughs> I can tell a fake accent normally, but then I was finding I was giving out so much free chocolate. I'm like, no, no. You're all you're all legitimate people. No more chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I I did want to ask you too when you are not stocking 68,000 things <laughs> and opening 
three locations and more locations and mm -hmm. looking at a restaurant and a food truck. When you do get a chance to get out and about and eat in the Omaha area, uh, besides coming to Chippy's, of course, are there any other restaurants that you frequent or that you might recommend that people stop at when they're out and about? Yeah, I mean, I remember first arriving in Nebraska, you know, we tried to hit a few places we'd never heard of before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cheddar's. Um, I, we, I love scratch kitchen food. Uh, sure. I think it's solid food. You know, we've obviously done the Stellas. We enjoy Stellas. You oh, know, we, yeah. We have three younger kids, so the burger scene um, it, it is good. Um, when it's a date night with my wife, um, we really enjoy Sebastian's. Oh, sure. Um, I, I mm -hmm. love that atmosphere. Plus, one of their rooms in there looks like a Harry Potter library. Oh, perfect. You know, it's brilliant. You know, yeah. So I kind of request, can we go in the library? Because it like, looks like Harry Potter. Yeah. So I really enjoy their food. Um, I think our favorite place, though, um, is, is actually in Ashland. Oh. Uh, and that's Parker's. Um, oh, Parker's Smokehouse. Oh, my goodness, mate. But I think why I like that is, yes, it's good, solid food. Yeah. But, you know, I, I see the owners. Uh-huh. Uh, and I see myself. Oh, Every time, cool. because I'm 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 really enjoying the food because it's just good, solid, tasty food. Right. But most of the time, I'm watching them work their business. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, you guys are not only dedicated, but you just you have a passion for this. Yeah. And people, a sign of success to me is when people are willing to travel. You know, because Ashland is not just a mile away. You True. Know? It's, it's to some people that's a day trip, and it's constantly busy. Yeah. And I just love seeing staple places, local places like Parker's and they're very, chains are good. We still need chains, but seeing these fa local family businesses, that's, I love seeing that. That's wonderful. And, and, you know, I, I think the, the passion, you know, I, I was talking to somebody recently and they were, you know, talking about their recipe and, and basically that heart was part of their recipe. And I think, you know, the fact that you have so much passion and energy that you put in obviously comes out in chippies, yep. or in this case, you're watching the the owners at Parker's yep. with this food and their energy and passion, and, and it probably makes that whole experience just even better because you know you, yeah. you have that heart and soul. Yeah, of one of them that really stood out for me um, is my wife and I. Just to kind of relax, we love to watch documentaries. Sure, and I remember a couple of years ago uh, watching the documentary uh, between the relationship between Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, mm -hmm. and it was like a two-part or three-part documentary series, and every episode, they they filmed in Omaha when Bill came into town, and they went to this like hole-in-the-wall place to eat, and I'm like, where is that? Because not one place had the name of it. Oh, and yeah. so I tried to Facebook everyone I knew in Omaha. Where is this place? Because you know it, it, they were just eating burgers and a coke. You sure, know? and it's like, is it Stella's? No, it's not Stella's because we were looking out the window, and yeah. it's like. Where is that? So we were, we were look, taking the documentary, pausing it, taking pictures, <laughs> seeing if Google can figure out what the road is through the window. Oh, nice. Um, and then um, I, I hired a baker a year ago, and um, I, was, I was talking about it. And she's like, well, show me it. And I had it on my phone. Oh, that's Harold's Coffee House. Oh, up north? Yeah. So, um, so we went there, and I'm like... This is the place, you know? <laughs> That's like where they kept going. And then I knew it was right because they had a picture of, of Bill and Warren Buffett on the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so that's become a favorite place. It's great. And I love their coffee as well. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another good place I, I enjoy 
That um, that is a yeah long standing Omaha spot, yeah. but but if you if you don't know what's there, you right. might not venture. There, oh my you know? goodness, me! Just to find that place from that that video, that documentary, that was uh, that was hard work, but well worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's good uh, extracurricular research done yeah, uh, on go. finding where that's at. Okay, so real quick, I, Brother Sebastian's. What's your order? Are you prime prime rib guy there? Or uh, what's I'm a, fillet. Ah, fillet. I'm going nice. to be honest with you though. I I I don't know if it's because I'm British, but I like it well done. Um, which I think the many people in 22 years who've looked at me with, I don't know, <laughs> horror, you know, to make that thing into a hockey puck, you uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. Um, I, but again, it's I, I, I don't like red. <laughs> yeah, so we butterfly the filet, but oh, it's so yeah. delicious. I, I was uh, I was watching a, a, a food show on Discovery the other day, and there's a, a restaurant way in the, I think it's in the northwest somewhere, and just this little country kitchen type thing right. but they've been doing steak for i don't know how long and the guy says you know some people come in here and ask for it well done and he's like who am i to tell them that it shouldn't be well done that's the way they want it cool i'll cook it for them if they enjoy it you know then it's like we did our job so you know i think that's fair i don't know that person but i like that person. <laughs> Just let you know. that's fair that's fair and and how about harold's any any uh special coffee you said up there of yeah. course but uh, honestly just the breakfast just a breakfast. just like the breakfast sampler you know it, it's it's it, it's just good good old american cooking just how it is there it is and it, i just enjoy it i don't go there every time because i got to start watching what i eat now sure uh, but um it's it's just good tasty food and i love the atmosphere Absolutely, it's, it's just great. Those are those are hardworking people in, in that place, and uh, like I said, I love to people watch um, owners or the staff, and they are very hardworking people. That's wonderful. Well, cool. Well, before we we kind of close our conversation down here, anything else about chippies or food or any food, um, you know, uh, from your childhood or anything that you might just want to mention or just you know anything else that we may not have covered regarding chippies? No, I just I just appreciate this opportunity. Um, I, I'm fortunate enough to people to to be really interested in in British food. We don't have a, an international cuisine. We're not known for our food you know i understand that but it's like i keep thinking back to like lord of the rings taters and meat you know (laughs) we're just basics but we've had that for a thousand years you know that where we we like our meat we like our potato we don't do much with it but it's just it's just like comfort food just like harold's it's comfort food for me and i've really appreciated the thousands and thousands of people over the year and a half just for chippies omaha just to give us a chance uh, and they've they've given us a chance and then some because it's just amazing how many people, oh, we've been told to come here by so-and-so. And I like those so-and-sos right. because <laughs> it, obviously I'm doing something right. I don't have a massive line out the door and that's okay. Um, we're, we're steady. Business is good. Uh, and I've got a lot to be thankful for. Uh, yeah. I'm very humble in people giving me a chance, uh, giving our family a chance and Chippy's a chance. While people enjoy it, we will still keep doing it. That's perfect. And what is the best place to make sure that you're finding out what's happening for the different holidays? As you and I are talking here, Christmas is coming up. So you have Christmas goods that are that are yep. coming in. Um, but, yeah, what's the best place to keep up with the happenings of Chippies? Probably uh, two places. Obviously, Facebook. We're, sure. we're pretty big on Facebook. Um, we've, we've invested a lot in Facebook. So you get live up-to-date things. We like to do what we call our shipment arrival alerts. Because ah. we get so many people asking, when are you getting this in? When are you getting that in? So we say go on Facebook as soon as it's on the shelf when it arrives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a shipment arrival alert. 
Um, if you want to go a step further, we have a kind of a Chippies VIP free group Ooh, uh, that you can register your email. We'll only send you an email once a week. We won't burden your inbox because I get that. It's annoying. Sure. Um, but if you want to kind of know more information about all of the Chippies locations and what's going on, what's coming new, some recipes, um, just uh, go to chippiesomaha.com and click on that VIP club. Just give us your email. That's all we need is just your email address. And then you'll start getting some pretty uh, fantastic um, emails uh, about what's new and what's upcoming with Chippies. Perfect. Well, Glenn Greet, I, I appreciate you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to come and talk with me in those, I, I think we said 37 uh, or so days with no day off <laughs> and working a double shift now talking to me. So thank you. Thank you for um, the the environment at Chippies. You know, I, I have been there several times and I just... It really does put a smile on your face right when you walk in, and and it maintains that on the way out. And it's just a fun place to be. You're bringing, you know, memories to people, mm-hmm. um, you know, over time zones and continents and and everything. And I think it's just it's just super. And the fact that your heart and your passion um, is there is is wonderful. Um, and the fact that you get to share the things that you love with other people. So I great. appreciate that. That means a lot. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We're going to sign it off here on Saturday Omaha and our Food Recognized Food episode with Glenn Greet of Chippies. Go see him and, and go get some, go get a sausage roll and go get a lemon lime. Just, just go get something. Anyway, until we eat again, stay hungry. Bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Saturday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well as email, FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com.